Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Legion of Sports. 2020 has been hard hit by the pandemic due to the coronavirus. There was a moment of time after March or mid-March when there was no sports at all, literally zero sports, nothing to watch. Everyone has, was at home, uh, nothing to do. But now, six to eight months away, right now we are saturated of sports. This past weekend, the NFL, the Premier League, the NHL, NBA, uh, MLB, everything was live. Avi, have you ever had this moment in our lifetime where we've had this many top-level sports at, at one point in, in a day? I think in the history of sports, this might be the only time when we're watching all the major sports to uh, play out in a single day. And mm-hmm. I mean, with the you know NBA going, the NBA season going all the way up till uh, October. I mean, this is new, and the NFL season back, and you know baseball, 60-game marathon, and mm-hmm. NHL. And so yeah, yeah. Um, and you can forget Premier League is back. So of course, that's of exciting. Course. And before I get into Premier League, NHL Dallas Stars won today. I'm so happy. Um, but we're better to start than the Premier League itself. The 38th, 38th game uh, season marathon kicked off this past weekend and then kicked off in a brilliant way. And the final uh, match week or, or final game of this weekend was today where Chelsea beat Brighton and Hope Albion at, at uh, the American Express Stadium. Obi, let's start there itself. Chelsea, you know, had, ha- like we mentioned before, had a blockbuster transfer season and they played Kai Havertz, their most expensive signing today, who didn't really set the world alight. Uh, let's just be honest here. But uh, Timo Werner was, was on it already. Uh, what was your thoughts about today's game? Yeah, Chelsea for me, I mean, you know, uh, as we expected ahead of the game, uh, they should be firing in all the cylinders with the signing cigar with Timmy Warner and Harvards and all the players you mentioned. Uh, but, you know, uh, right at the start, I think, uh, you know, Timmy Warner looked really sharp with the mm-hmm. ball. Uh, the chemistry was working on with uh, uh, the uh, attacking midfielder uh, uh, Mason Mount. Yeah, Mount and all uh, and those boys. But again, uh, I think Chelsea fans might be a little concerned with the performance of Harvards. I'm not sure. Uh, Let's just say I he mean, didn't have know, the best of opening yeah, games. Yeah, not the kind of uh, debut you want uh, in a Chelsea shot. But again, uh, at the end of the day, I think Chelsea had too much of uh, fire in this Firefall. squad, and you mm-hmm. know. And Reece's strike, I mean, that was just... That was fabulous. Like, yeah. goal of the season already um, in a short period of time. So, I mean, this game, Chelsea, all Chelsea had to do was three points for me. Because they were playing away from home. They had their away struggles. They had their defensive struggles, although they, they considered one goal. And today, they didn't have uh, most of the position as well. Brighton had 53% position, had more shots, uh, 13 to 10 Um Everything but the box scoreline was in uh, Chelsea's favor. But then again, Lampard, you know, first game of the season, like most of these players haven't jailed or haven't played together, got away with three points. That's all he needs. No complaints. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in a different world, you can totally see Chelsea scoring six goals today. And we could have been just like, that was expected. And... And and today was just one of those days where Chelsea were just enough to get the three points. And I mean, cheers to uh, uh, to Lampard because uh, uh, I'm a good start to to the season. Yeah, great start for them. Uh, 
three they scored three goals as did Arsenal uh, first game of the season um, they got up to the blocks in in, in, in a fascinating style um, you know William former Chelsea player wearing blue uh, you know like away jersey or the third kit he I think felt at home wearing that blue color uh, he had three assists as well um, how how do you view Arsenal's opening game well first of all the game was at 5:30 a.m. so your time yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, I mean, you know, as usual, I, I'm normally stoked about Premier League season. Normally what I would do is just, you know, take my pillow and blankets at the 5.30 a.m. games and just sit on my uh, couch and, you know, let the games play in the background and I can take a little nap on it. But I mean, this week, just because, you know, uh, Manchester United was or City or, you know, not even in the starting uh, week. So I felt like, you know, uh, the season might season is not even started yet. But for, yeah, again, for Arsenal fans. I mean, what a better way to start a 3-0 away win, which is a rare sight for, for the Gunners. Of course. And uh, I think they haven't had a 3-goal three, three win in, in 2020. Great start for Mikel Arteta. Uh, looks positive. Um, but on the other side, Fulham, let's be honest here, they, they're they're an average side and, and they'll be, I think, struggling for the whole season. Um, their defense doesn't look good at all. Um, Arsenal, on the other side, I mean, they... They had a clean sheet, always gives you confidence, especially mm-hmm. on the opening day. But uh, they weren't tested. Uh, Fulham's midfield or, or uh, you know, strike force wasn't you know Premier League level, or, and so they have one month to reinforce. So let's see how how far they can go. Uh, as for Arsenal, like I said before, uh, it, it was a test that they passed, but it's going to be um, better battles in in coming weeks when they face the likes of uh, Liverpool. I think two weeks later. And, and yeah. you know, uh, Chelsea United, all these teams. So, especially away from home, they've been struggling, but great way to start. Anyways, moving on, Champions Liverpool had uh, some struggles uh, getting over the hurdle against Leeds United. Uh, it was battle of two champions, uh, Championship and uh, Premier League. And and Leeds didn't disappoint, did they, Abi? Oh, no. I mean, the Leeds and Liverpool game, that, you know, totally woke me up. It just felt like, all right, Premier uh-huh. League is back. I mean... Even mm-hmm. though, you know, the scoreline was 4-3, uh, Liverpool won. But it just felt like Leeds were kind of the better squad uh, mm-hmm. on that day. Yeah, they uh, were I mean, better the, gelled. Yeah, and the, and, and the, they, they were better prepared. Let's just let's just say that. Yeah. And, um, you know, even their hairstyle, like everyone had the same hairstyle. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, so, so, do they share the same barbershop? Like, <laughs> uh, something is wrong there. But, I mean, you know, I was, since I was watching that, I felt like, you know, all right, that guy is good. And at the same time, the other guy got the same hairstyle, and I felt like, wait, this is a different guy. So Leeds, you know, as uh, as great as they are in the uh, in the field, they definitely need to get a, a barber uh, with a different hairstyle. But talking about infield, I mean, the first penalty they, that, I mean, sport kick that they gave, gave away was, I think, a little cynical in in a way, as you'd expect for uh, for some team that that's trying to, you know, get into the Premier League after a 16-year absence, and there were some jitters. So, against you know Salah, Mane, Firmino, that was very ex- ex- you know, expected. But other than that, they came back fighting. And and you know against Liverpool, although they were no fans, against Liverpool at their own back end, it's, it's very tough. And not just scoring three goals, the way the manner that they was they came back, uh, it just boards them well for a, for a great season ahead for them. And the only worry for me for Le- uh, Leeds is whether or not they can uh, keep up this energy level. Because <laughs> I, I saw them, like a couple of players sprinting like 110% throughout 
like even 80 minutes or after 85 mm. minutes i was just like well yeah they were they were playing like you know it was a cup final or uh, you know something uh trophy uh, uh on the line uh, Bobby, i mean, I mean yeah. the, their engine is so good that um it's not just today's game playing against the champions i i saw, I saw a couple of games of their games last season and they were full on like from the get-go to to the end and and they have had a pattern where they've been struggling towards the end other seasons like last couple of seasons hopefully that might not happen hopefully for them that won't happen well, moving on are we um you know there were wins for leicester city everyone counted them off uh, you know they couldn't make it to the champions league qualifications last year but you know they're still a good good team and they haven't lost any of their uh, top stars and they've added a couple of really good talents um wolves same old wolves winning and then winning compre- this time comprehensively let's just say two goals um you know once once wolves score they're not going to concede uh, i think they are the best team they were the best team last year in terms of um winning from a winning position in 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 a way yeah. or, or not conceding or not losing our leads yeah two goals in six minutes they just came out firing mhm mhm so newcastle uh, meanwhile looked freshen up uh you know they they, they look a little different and uh, their new signings Colin Wilson and Jeff Hendrick were on target Jeff Hendrick from Burnley I guess and that, he had one goal and one assist good for them um but you know where I was the most impressed with Harvey uh Everton 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 and and their starlet James Rodriguez from Real Madrid what a bargain Harvey I n- never thought Everton, uh, you know, team with due respect to Everton, team of that caliber would would be able to gain uh, James Rodriguez, gain his services. Not just James Rodriguez, Alan in the middle as well. Uh, them and Dukuri look like a, such a good trio. Um, and I, I have, I mean, I'm not trying to jump into conclusions. This is just the first match day. If he continues well, then that's great for Everton. But from from what I've seen or what we all have seen. Such a great signing, and any other of the top six, top six teams could have done with James Rodriguez. Especially, uh, Tottenham was missing someone like him. Yeah, I mean, watching that Tottenham play uh, on Sunday was, you know, they kind of reminded me of uh, the 2018 Man United when we just had absolutely nothing going on in on the field. I mean, it was just 11 bodies thrown thrown out to just go out there and play football. There was no tactics. There was no, you know, actual uh, you know, game plan for Spurs. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, you you can just top that off with uh, Mourinho excuses when he said uh, Everton goal that came after free kick was on the wrong spot. How oh, about the defenders? On, How about the defenders? Put them on the right spot. Mm-hmm. So it's a delightful ball from Lucas Dino. Um, talking about James Rodriguez, he created five chances, and I think he was the first debutant to create five at least five chances since Alexis Sanchez back in 2014 or 15 so oh it's, it's been a while and South these South Americans you know um, being in top clubs in Spain being frozen out and coming to the Premier League lightening it up uh, they, they have their doubters but Hamish Rodriguez such a joy to watch I mean you can watch with your neutral glasses just like me and just enjoy and then I'll be we I have my uh, team of the week um, and he's, yeah. he's in, in it I'm yeah, he has sure. to be. We'll, we'll figure out later. But uh, on the other hand, um, you know, teams like Crystal Palace getting over the line against Southampton, all these mid mid table clubs, you know, they're getting points out of each other and just uh, you know canceling out. But 
um, towards the bottom end, the usual strugglers, let's just say West Brom, you know, Fulham, um, West even Ham. West Ham. West Ham, yeah. Like, yeah, West Ham. I mean, it's uh, well, Moyes got a you know uh, got an early job to get get on now because uh, I mean, just watching them play, it, it just wasn't you know the, the the same old West Ham like we saw at the for the past few games at the end of the season last year. Yeah, you know, with West Ham, they have a they have a cycle, so they start off fresh with expectations. I mean, although they didn't have much expectations this year because they didn't do any like you know. Uh, big signings but till last year they, they were spending big and every time in the beginning of the season they have a great roster at least on paper so they have high expectations 10 10 games into the season they, they stutter uh, in in the relegation zone they sack their manager get a new manager just for the season just to get them over the over the line and uh, you know stay in the premier league uh, david moyes comes in um he gets them in, in the safe zone and then they get a new manager, unlike this this year, perhaps. But um, you know, they, 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 this cycle happens every now and then. So I don't know. Voice uh, time after getting the new stadium, uh, London Stadium, such a great stadium. They don't look like a top team at all. Yeah, definitely a bottom half team, uh, no doubt. And Abi, before I get into my team of the week, um, let's just look at a. Uh, Personal statistics were um, their usual suspects uh, that dominated goal-scoring charts, charts I should say. Um, you know, Mohamed Salah with a hat-trick, although two were penalties. Uh, Aubameyang scoring a beautiful goal. Uh, Vardy scoring a race, I mean, a couple goals. Um, Kane, although he didn't score, he looks lively as always, and he will definitely score at some point in the season. Um, Sergio Aguirre is yet to play, and Raul Jimenez, did you see his goal today? Yeah, I mean, it was awesome, man. Yeah, uh, such a brilliantly taken goal. Uh, first touch, such a good finish. Um, the goalie had no chance. So what I'm trying to say is all these top top level strikers, they're, they're going to finish on, on top this time, this year too. Uh, they just started pretty well as well. So, um, you know, except for maybe Timo Werner or a couple other guys coming in and, and getting into the mix, except for that, it's just going to be um, the I usual suspects. That. He'll get there. I think he picked up and you know a little minor injury at the end of the or when, when he was challenged by the goalkeeper. But uh, uh, Timo Werner should be good. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he. No, no. I think he will be good for the season. Uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. In terms of goal scoring, uh, goal scoring he should yeah. he should definitely make the top five. Yeah, with him, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, Alexis Sanchez in a way. Timo Werner, not just the not the not the playing style, but the energy that he brings. Like oh, which one? Of uh, Man United, Alexis Sanchez or oh, Arsenal? No, Alexis Arsenal. Sanchez. There's a difference. Arsenal, Arsenal. Okay, so thank you. Thank you for clarifying that one. <laughs> uh, Not the United, of course. Um, yeah. So, anything else that uh, you know that caught your attention this week, Abi, in the Premier League? Um, yeah, again, it has to be this first uh, gameplay man for me. I mean, I think they, you know, they, they. Uh, they forgot to turn up the switch for the new season. I think they are still uh, in the fantasy land of last season, where uh, Jose was full, Mourinho was full of excuses. Mm-hmm. He's always full of excuses, and you know, it's Spurs look like a, you know, I, I don't want to go as far as a laughing stock, but having that documentary, which which I love, by the way, I'm, I'm 
I yeah. love that all or nothing documentary. I just binge watch it every time it comes, like every Monday. And um, you know, we'll definitely do a review on that, Avi, like we promised before. But to me, Jose looks he doesn't have a looks like he doesn't have a cohesion with the squad. Jose is, you know, trying to stamp his authority, but they don't buy into philosophy, buy into his philosophy, and uh, you know the, the players are not, you know, um, reacting to 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 Jose. Yeah, even I mean, I I get the halftime talk and all those, you know, uh, you try to motivate your team, but uh, all these, I mean, based on the Amazon documentary that we saw, all these halftime talks were pretty much like. We gotta go. We gotta fight. I mean, it's just basic one-on-one. Basic, that, exactly. That, that, that's that what I mean. I can, yeah, you, you, even someone like you could could go there and just say, exactly. you know, everyone needs to do better. It's just fundamentals, right? The, those are the fundamentals of a game. You you gotta you gotta create chances, and the way the way you win is by not allowing opponents to score. That that's what he's been saying. That's that's straightforward. I, I don't think I don't think that's all he said. Because most of it been filtered, but then again, Spurs not doing right now, and then that documentary coming in, it just creates a double trouble for them. So enough of that, Abi. Um, we'll definitely go into that. Um, let's just go into team of the week before much delay. So my goalie is uh, Vicente Guaita uh, of Crystal Palace. He was immense. Um, I. I got to watch the last few minutes of that game where he was just stupendous. He just saved everything. Um, Danny Ings had a chance to uh, equalize towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Fantastic save. Yeah. Um, defenders, Leicester City's Luis Castaño. Uh, he looks very promising. Uh, ben Chilwell's replacement. Yeah. Um, they always seem to find left backs or defenders. For some yeah, reason. Also, I think they got the new defender, right? Justin James, who is uh, yeah, covering James. in for Ricardo Pereira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Leicester, man, where did where, where do they get these players from? I know. Uh, they they surprised us this this weekend as well, winning three nothing. And uh, you know, they they always come with you know players out of the blue from nowhere. So moving on, I have uh, Lucas Dini in, in my left back position. Um, such a delightful cross and and. He had all these sports attacker attackers in his pocket. Uh, as for central defenders, I had to go with Roman Sice for Wolves, who scored today, um, and okay. Gabriel from Arsenal. Uh, he he was towering, although he wasn't fully tested. But going up front, he was he was really good. So no Van Dyke. <sighs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I mean, I would put him as a striker for um, Leeds, you know. He was responsible for two goals, I think. Yeah, that's why I said like he output as a as a, as an attacking midfielder for Leeds, not not Liverpool. So moving on in midfield, uh, Jeff Hendrick had a brilliant debut for for Newcastle Magpies. They look refreshing, like I already said. Um, mm-hmm. James Rodriguez, of course, has just, to be there. Yep, it has to be there. Five chances created, like in a single game. That's that's just and and not just the chances created, uh, Avi. Uh, when I watched the game, uh, in in transition, the way he supplied the ball, like you know, he yeah. passed to his opponents, and then you know, sometimes like when we play, you know, like Sunday league soccer, when we pass to our to our teammates, we don't give them enough time to play with the ball. But Hamas just like the weight of the pass, and then 
um, the direction of the pass. Just yeah. I, I mean, I mean just, you know, I mean the experience came came into play on that one, especially from you know all these times at Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. I mean, coming to Everton, mm-hmm. uh, you would just be delighted with that. Yeah, and you know, not being able to be in a Real Madrid side or, or a Bayern Munich side and coming to you know, all, all due respect to Everton, coming to a side such as Everton, I think James Rodriguez has a chip on his shoulder. Oh, um, yeah. And Gareth, and, and Gareth Bell should definitely look into it and just... Uh, I, I personally think he's motivated, he's not motivated enough, um, Gareth Bell, but James Rodriguez looks, future looks really bright for Everton, at least for the foreseeable future. Um, as for the third midfielder, I have Ulian. Um, he looked immense, like I already mentioned. He's just yeah. slotted in, in pretty good. Um, three assists, know. huh? Was it three or two? Uh, I think it's it's three. I think the There's, third one got called off. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I, I just I, checked. I haven't, I haven't checked, like, because I checked after the game and they had given three, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if it's lower to two. Yeah, it's two. I just, oh. looked, it, I just looked it up. It says two assists mm-hmm. for William. Yeah, I, I think it's fair enough. It just should be two. Um and then up front, I don't think you could have any doubts over Mohamed Salah. Not just the, the penalties, he looked brilliant on the ball. Like every time he had the ball, he looked like creating uh, chances for, for Liverpool, um, which was missing from him last season. Although Liverpool won the league dominant, dominantly, um, yeah. he didn't look his formidable best. But against Leeds, every time he had the ball against Dallas and, and uh, other defenders, he looked just... Especially that... Especially that one strike, you know. Uh, yeah, oh, that. That's just that was great. Bang yep. In the corner. As far as other strikers, I picked uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin and Pierre Emerick Aubameyang uh, just for their finishes. Listen, Dominic Calvert Lewin, he scored nine goals uh, last season, top scorer, I think, for Angelotti. Not, not this season, just for Angelotti. So, um, you know, initially he had his struggles, he couldn't score at all. But now he's just yeah. becoming a proper center forward. And yeah. the reason I picked him for this team was just because of his goal. Like, look like a proper center forward's goal. Like, <laughs> exactly. that header. I mean, that header, man. I mean, the, the pace on it, the, the mm-hmm. power that he put it out there, uh, no chance for uh, yeah. Loris uh, to keep it out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, and also he, uh, uh, Calvert doing might, might as well just uh, look into the lead player and get a hairstyle like that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that hairstyle looked, he just looked like he just woke up. <laughs> I, I, I think it's similar to mine as well. I don't know. They're copying me. Um, and <laughs> Aubameyang, I, I don't think I have to sing any praises for this guy. Just pure finisher, you know? Yeah. Well, I can agree. To I mean, it's week one. Uh, not a bad, not mm-hmm. a bad selection of guys out there. I mean, yeah, especially and, and, you know. Yes. Especially when you look into those uh, top team, uh, top names like Trent, Trent Alexander, who, who was supposed to be. Uh, I think the fantasy was picked up by 60% of the league, so yeah. uh, and and he ended up with zero points. Uh, that just uh, tells you the, with the Liverpool squad. Uh, yeah, he definitely laid a couple of eggs uh, this this week. And and for manager, I have to go with Carlo Ancelotti. Listen, Everton have been big spenders last few years. You know they they spent so much money on guys like EOB, um, even Richarlison. Although Richarlison has been a great signing. Uh, they they've spent money on Sigurdsson and and all these players. Not every everyone has turned out good, but Hamis looks like a proper buy. And and most importantly, their manager Carlo Ancelotti. I think that's fair enough, especially you know with uh, City and United out, uh, the choices are limited, but still. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I mean, everything looks very promising. So enough of that, Hobby. Um, you know, there have been, I, I don't think there was really a, a, a topic that we could really discuss about or, or debate about this this past week, was it? It just felt like the the Premier League went smooth. You yeah, know, it was very smooth, very rare. Uh, it's, and also, you know, the time frame, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, I felt like it was just a matter of time. We just finished the last week of the previous season mm-hmm. and now it's here again. So, uh, I mean, you know, I miss the good old, good old days where managers used to bite at each other uh, for, you know, for the team and all those. But uh, I think we saw one with Frank Lampard and uh, Klopp going up against each other for their uh, for the money spent on the transfers, I think. Yeah, they've been going on against each other for the last few months, and I think they, they they were on the front pages this past week as well. Um, and I have to I have to you know give Lampard a, a, a kudos for for what he said. Um, although I wasn't in support of him initially uh, when he went against Klopp, but um, listen, Lampard. I mean, although he didn't, I mean, his team did. Chelsea spent a, a vast amount of money, like oh, 200 odd million. And it was, majority of it was from the sale of Eden Hazard and Alvaro Morata. So, Klopp has nothing to blame. I mean, they, they Klopp and, and Liverpool bought Van Dijk. Uh, who, who else did they? Van Allison. Dijk, Allison, Allison. And even, even before Navigator. that, bought, yeah, Navigator. Even they bought Salah. And, and all these guys, they, they, they bought for pretty good money, you know. Although they, they, they definitely them. got the they got the value, but yeah, they they cost a fortune as well. So I I don't think um, Klopp can complain. Yeah, I think you know uh, it all started with in the in the touchline where uh, Frank Lampard uh, called Klopp out uh, for a free kick, uh, but you know. Uh, uh, well, Frank Lampard, you know, as a manager, again, I have to remind you uh, time and again, has won as much trophy as I have uh, in my whole career. So uh, for him to go out there and, you know, complain about uh, club signing, like he made, you know, uh, he made a lot of signings with a lot of money, a ton of money by spending on Alison Van Dyke. I mean, he turned club turned Van Dyke into, into probably the best defender in the world. Mm-hmm. Allison probably the best goalkeeper in the world. In the world. Mm-hmm. Salah one of the best midfielders in the world, and Liverpool a best team in the world. So Frank Lampard can you know uh, uh, can just go out there and boss all about it in the press conference. But as far as I'm cons- uh, concerned, Klopp uh, got a Champions League and a Premier League to show for, and Frank Lampard got none. Yeah, I totally agreed on that. Um, yeah, Lampard has has no right to just question Klopp's ability. Which he did, which he really didn't, but um, he, you know, it was just funny when he, when he tried to, you know. I, I mean, am I wrong? Does he not have the same uh, trophy as as as, uh, oh, as I, I mean, have? Definitely, definitely. I, no, no, no denying. I, I'm I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, Lampard. I, I was just trying to justify that, justify that spending this summer. That's all. I mean, yeah, 200 million is a lot for one transfer. I mean, I think Klopp was a little bit jealous just because you know yeah, with pandemic guess, and everything guess, going on. Yeah, he 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 might be a little, you know, he might be trying to throw some shades at, at his own, uh, you know, owners as well. Maybe who who knows? You know. Yeah. 
<laughs> good luck getting 200 million for for uh, uh, for you know uh, rebuilding your squad in Liverpool. There's no way uh, any manager in the world can have you know as luxury of uh, Frank Lampard in this pandemic. Yeah, I mean he couldn't spend last year, so he, he got it all this year. But like I already said, it's it's from the sale of Hazard and and Morata, so. Uh, you know, spend all like whatever money you have. So, but anyways, Abi, to your point, I'm, I, I basically love all these debates or, or, or heated discussions between managers. And then you did mention that we've been missing out on on it lately. You know, mm-hmm. all, all these managers are really trying to be nice with each other, have the cohesion. It just makes a, up for a boring uh, pre-match conference or post-match conference. You know, remember the days when. Ferguson and then Benitez and Ferguson and Wenger and Mourinho against everyone literally and Wenger with uh, Tony Pulis and then all all, yeah. all these you know uh, that, that that would be, you know we'd have popcorns just listening to those interviews. I think Mourinho did take a shot at uh, Pep uh, when he was asked if uh, yeah, where, where should uh, Messi go, and he did say uh, he'll probably not join a team. Uh, that, that complies with the fair play uh, uh, rules. So he was taking a shot at Pep right there. But, you know, I was expecting a bit of Pep and uh, uh, Klopp for the past two or three seasons. But, you know, there's too much of a respect going on between the, them two. On that note, I wanted to add it on, add, it, add something. So remember back in 2018 when the World Cup was going on, Bean Sports was, uh, I think Bean Sport, right? had uh, rights to all of the games in, in, in the U.S. And they had both Jose Mourinho and Arsene Wenger as, as analysts. And I saw them together. And they analyzed pretty good. Like, they, they, they were friends. And I was just like, you know, they're just faking it on TV for all these years. They're just fooling all of us, you know. No, I mean, I, I do not mind those uh, debates and, you know, those uh, heated discussions when you are in uh, on the field but as soon as you get off it uh, of course you you have to respect each uh, respect each other of course they're all professionals anyways so i'll be moving on looks like that's all for today um i think we have a special segment coming this week about fantasy football um which i i don't know much about i haven't played fantasy football or fantasy soccer in like Six years, I just started, I think, a couple, I think hours before the deadline for game day one, and I'm, I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle of the pack, and I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm still getting the hold of all the rules and stuff. And you already know, Avi, I'm not a big proponent of, of this fantasy lay, layout or structure, but still. Yeah, uh, that's why that's why we're getting a new guy from from Nepal uh, with, who, who actually expertise on this kind of stuff so you know uh, uh, he got a group of people who, who works as numbers day in and night out so That's we'll great. get a special segment yeah a special show with that one That's uh, with exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah maybe we'll just stick to uh, american football fantasy for now all right guys thank you for listening uh, do follow us on on instagram on on our various audio streaming platforms such as spotify anchor google we are on YouTube as well, The Legion of Sports. If you have any questions, concerns, do let us know. Uh, we have all memes, news, reviews on our Instagram page as well. So we've already done preview for the Premier League, all, all you know, top six teams. 
now is the time for actual football to happen and today was the first day of the review till next week have a great week everybody thank you